Produced by Podcast Architects. You're listening to the Lead On Podcast, where we discuss experiences in the armed forces while exploring lessons from military leaders. Hello and welcome to another edition of Lead On, Lessons from Military Leaders. I'm David Deary, president of the Enlisted Leadership Foundation, and joining me today is Sheena Parker, an Army veteran and CEO of Foresight Industries. Sheena, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I'm joined once again this week with a former Army officer, Laura McKenna, one of our board members alongside and a fellow Navy sailor and Navy Command Master Chief, Rosa Wilson. Rosa, good morning. Good morning, David. How are you today? Sharita Nicholson, thanks for being here. Uh, you, you perform as a Command Master Chief. And I'm excited to have a conversation today with Rachel Oswald. Rachel is a Navy veteran. Uh, she was an aviation. She hails from uh, Iowa, is it, I believe you said? Yes, and, Iowa. Uh, today I have with us Jamie Dean. So uh, Jamie, uh, welcome to the, to the podcast. When exactly were you in the Navy? Well, thank you for having me. And I was active duty from 1988 to 1992. And then I did four year reserve, four years in the reserves from 92 to 90. I have Diane McQueen Gibson. Diane, good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. How are I'm you well. doing? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to, to be here today. Thank you for what you do. I'm um, aviation ordnance men, and, and we work as a team in just about everything we do. We're a close-knit family. Um, we, we, um, that's how we're taught, to take care of each other, to do things together. I had such a hard time at first in the military being in 1988 with mostly men that nobody really wanted to deal with the, the woman sailor that had to go in the work center. So um, you really had to find those ways to connect with them so you could become part of that group. And I think it's just carried me through every career I've had since then, just trying to uh, to know what makes people tick. And then I believe you're a better leader when you do know that. I joined um, to to do something different with my life, to really change the traje trajectory of my life. But I was the only female in the entire state of Iowa that was going for a spec war program. And so it was very empowering. It was very cool. I mean, all these guys come in and they want to be SEALs, right? And our instructor was a former SEAL, really cool guy. Uh, really loved him. He was awesome. My path was very non-traditional. Um, I, I came in active duty. I was active duty for about three years. I got out um, and went into the reserves. And so since I joined after 9-11, I guess this was like a, a new trickery type process where if you, if you say you want to get out, we're going to stick you in the reserve. We're going to make the reserve sound so good that, you know, if you don't go in the reserves and you can get snatched into, you know, a unit that you're not a part of. So it behoove you to be in the reserve, blah, blah, blah. So I, I got out, went to the reserves, but never showed up. And so I had a little break there and I just was kind of swooped back in through some fantastic leadership to, to make sure that I didn't fall through the cracks like some of the soldiers that I've actually had that fell through the cracks. I got I got brought back in and then I had my head on straight. I'm like, okay, I think I wanna do this for real. I wanna be a good girl. So I was a reservist, but I was active duty on and off. We're big on that ampersand. Like we live the ampersand. And what that means is that we're overcoming the conditioning that has really been imposed on us that we're supposed to be this one way. 
something we talked about last time was this leader archetype and that the leader archetype makes space for one thing that you have to be tough you have to be hard um, in many ways um, as a woman the message that i received was that the way to be a leader was to be as much like my male peers as i could possibly be and that conditioning is not really healthy has not been healthy uh, in the lives of the women that I serve and, and I see this across the board with veteran women we've been conditioned to believe that we're supposed to be a certain way and that the way that we naturally are is somehow wrong or bad um, and and perhaps not effective and I find that that's not actually true we are in a time of and we are competent professionals and we are loving moms. We are hard and we are soft. We are fierce and we are gentle. We are strong and we are beautiful. We are women and we are effective leaders. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You can make an impact by loving your life. What is the worst piece of leadership advice somebody ever gave you in service or out of service doesn't matter you know you take leadership advice many ways and i think one of them i received was treat everyone equally and on the surface that sounds like that's good advice you know you should treat everyone equally all sailors all people do not accept advice direction guidance the same way in the military someone once told me that it's a dog eat dog world and that you know how you look on paper i actually heard this several times believe it or not in the military how you look on paper is what really matters the most and so uh, you, what you do as a person doesn't matter. Just got to look good on paper because that's how you rank up. And, you know, that's the, some people's definition of a leader. So that's probably the worst. Thinking back, I always say that I was going through something uh, or something happened. And, and one of the my advice from one of our leaders were stay strong. Um, I didn't like that part. I think that's a horrible thing to say sometimes for as a, a, a advice. Um, I would prefer just keep going, vice than uh, stage crawl. Uh, we all experience emotion, and uh, emotion does drive some of our actions. I think the very worst was to leave your emotions out of it. Like, you know, you're not supposed to have any emotions as a, as a manager or as a petty officer in charge or as a senior airman, which I was at one point, you know? Um, but I saw a quote that I absolutely loved and it said, the seed of motivation is planted in the heart. And I really, truly believe that. You have to be somewhat emotionally connected to your leader, emotionally connected to your work. Um, somehow that emotion is what what brings out the best in everybody, as me, as their leader, or or um, who I'm leading. As a sailor, you know, we're always taught to manage our career and also our work-life balance. And so when I was on shore duty, I became pregnant, my first pregnancy with my son, Xavier, and my chief highly suggested that I get an abortion. And his logic behind that was, hey, you're such a stellar first class, and I'm afraid that if you have a child, your performance is gonna decrease. And so, um, really horrible advice, right? Coming from a senior leader in the military, I had to say, wait a second, Chief. 
isn't your wife pregnant? And he said, yes. And I said, well, did you ask her to get an abortion? And of course he looked at me like, well, why would you expect me to do that? And so I had to turn the tables to say, you know, why would you, ex why would you even suggest this to me? And you don't even practice this in your own family. So that was the worst piece of advice that I have ever received. Since then, what piece of leadership advice would you give someone either considering to serve or transitioning out, or maybe somebody's here listening, they never serve. Maybe they're, maybe they're the CEO of a company. I don't know, but what, what piece of leadership advice could you leave us with today? Be proactive versus reactive. Whenever you're reacting, even if, even in that emotional leadership role, like, I mean, if that's, if that's where you're at, cause I definitely live there, you, you still have to find a way to control that. So if you're proactive and you plan and, and you know there's going to be that 180 pound dummy somewhere because it's going to pop up all the time, right? How can I react, you know, how can I calmly react to that instead of just reacting to everything going wrong and, and going crazy? So absolutely proactive versus reactive. And that um, I've learned in the last few years, actually. <laughs> so I think as a leader, uh, if you don't realize that uh, you don't know everything, don't it doesn't matter how well-educated you are. Um, and if you don't think that at any time that a good decision can go, can have negative outcome, as well as a bad decision can have positive outcome. Do as I say, not as I do. And is, is that a leadership attitude that's common? So uh, in my early career, um, it was it was common. Um, I joined the Navy in 1994. Now I'd like to say the Navy has transformed a lot to where we have um, created psychologically safe working environments for sailors, or at least we try to, so that they can actually communicate openly and effectively. Um, they also understand why they're doing tasks, which is you know not just doing and saying what I do and, and things like that, but you know having the having the um, communication with the sailors to let them know why they're doing a task and why it's important. So a lot more communication standardizes with the Navy today than it was back when I was a junior sailor and when it was do as I say, not as I do. I feel like everyone is valuable and that's not a political answer. I really do feel that way. Yeah, so the course is called GovCon for Winners and it's a government contracting course where I teach people how to be three-tier contractors. And what that is, is exactly what I do. And that is federal contracting, local contracting and corporate contracting. And there are a lot of people that are, you know, teaching these types of courses, but a lot of them haven't actually done all three. Like my company has actually done all three. I've been in the field, I've scrubbed toilets, I've put down floors, I've done all these things. So a lot of those conversations that you need to have when you're talking to contracting officers, when you're dealing with agencies, follow-up emails, I've done all of that. Teaching at West Point was a pivotal experience for me as a mentor and a coach because I had the opportunity to mentor and teach and coach um, men and women who were there as cadets and help them grow as leaders. And so that was an area where I also observed the need because the women cadets who were seeking mentorship had different challenges than the men cadets who were seeking mentorship. And so that was an area where I was just sort of in the, hmm, that's interesting phase. I hadn't yet formed it. 
And then I transitioned from the army and I thought, well, what would I want to be as I'm transitioning from the army? And that was when it really dawned on me that I wanted to help people heal and that I wanted to help people overcome the subconscious beliefs that were keeping them from achieving the outcomes in their life that they really wanted. I've hired a few veterans that just have done amazing, but I think it's because it's more routine based. Um, okay. And you know us military folks, we like a routine. We like, this is what it needs to be done. This is steps one through six. So it's gone well. I had a first class that um, worked for me for a little while. He's now working with the sheriff's department and um, he just got it. I think it's that grit. Like, I, I believe that veterans have that grit and they just, nine times out of 10, they want to do well for you. And, you know, you can't train that. It, 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 you can't train that. It's, it's kind of, you know, so that's why, in all honesty, I pick the veteran every time. I, I would, I'd give him a shot every time. So, and I have quite a few times. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to another edition of Lead On Lessons for Military Leaders. You can tune in every couple weeks, every every other Friday, another podcast is dropped. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Send your feedback as well. You can send an email simply to admin at elf365.org. I'm David Deary with MS Leadership Foundation. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Produced by Podcast Architects.